Maybe you look like a real asshole. Can I tell you something? She was in highlights in the 80s. I like that you think you're a good guy. He's a comedian. You can say it that way if you want to be wrong. Sounds like you're addicted to a drug. Oh yeah, I bought cottage cheese. I tried it uh, like a week ago, and I hated it. Do you like it now? Uh, no, I just bought another container of a different brand, and so like maybe this will taste better. My sister's like, there's only one brand she likes. Oh, dude, I hate your sister. You've only you've met her once. I hate. It. I, I I liked her when I met her. No, you didn't. I kind of liked her. I was like, she's kind of hot. Did you think um, that? I was like, I love the idea of dating your sister. Why? Because she's your sister, and that'd be weird for you. Kind of, but it'll also be fun. Oh, but I don't think she'd want it. No, she wouldn't. Why not? Uh, I think she thinks you have a problem. I don't know where she would have gotten that from. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> so you're getting your life back together. Like you're thinking about going back to stand up and you started drinking again, right? I've been drinking again. Yeah, but a week ago you weren't. Um, yes, I was. Were you drinking again a week ago? I forget the situation. Will's nodding. Yeah, yeah, I had a beer on this podcast. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. Last week? You were drunk. <laughs> yeah, I had coffee. <laughs> you have, right? Yeah, do you listen back to that episode? No, how was it? You sounded insane. You had one shot of espresso. You wouldn't let me talk for two seconds. Usually you just let me talk the whole time. I just needed the confidence boost. It wasn't confidence. I would like, I pulled up a text that a girl sent me. Uh-huh. Um, and I was like, let me pull up this text. Yeah. And then not a, not a beat drops. And you're like, come on, where is it? Where is it? We're waiting. And I'm like, dude, I got to pull up my phone. And you're like, yeah, it's taking a while. This is dead air. And it's like, no, it's not. It's. Filled up with your bullshit. Yeah, it wasn't dead air because I made it not dead air. <laughs> it was really intense. Keep the lotion off the podcast. No, I need my hands are I dry. I don't know why, but it makes me feel weird when you put lotion on. It's the way you apply it. And my bo- the back of my Will's hands. Will's nodding. Producer it's, Will thinks this is weird. It's the back of my hands that are dry. So I'm using one back of the hand to put on the other back of my hand. Maybe if you weren't white. I'm trying, <laughs> Not hard enough. I'm, I'm eating, trying much I'm eating, less than you, and I'm, I'm like a sharpie blacker a than you. I'm eating a Sharpie a day, and it's not doing anything. Weird joke. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> What's new with you? I feel like I was talking about myself the whole ride over here. Uh, oh, as opposed to every other time we hang ah. out? We only ever talk about me when we talk about how sad I am. I don't think we've ever talked about anything else about me. Well, that's like your whole thing. Yeah, it's kind of my shtick. It's it, it, it transcend. Tran- <laughs> <laughs> For a second, I thought that was on purpose. <laughs> it wasn't on purpose. It was like my brain's just a little I thought you were trying to do like a weird Yiddish thing. No, I, I, it was because I was about to say shtick and I got into transcend. I got but it. my brain was preparing for shtick, so I said transcend. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of adorable. Well, I've been, I've been okay. You've been okay? Which is weird. What have you been doing? Have you been doing anything? No, I just felt better. You just felt fine. Like, oh, I don't have to be anything. Like, I've always felt this burden. I got to be successful of something. I got to do something. And you feel and that's good. I mean, like, I still feel that, but, like, it's fading. Uh. And, like, there's this, like, oh, I can do whatever. I started, like, I, I bought some stock. I haven't done that in a couple that's years. Fun. <laughs> yeah. That's fun. Yeah. That's fun. It was more like, oh, I'm going to make a choice. good for started you. Started cleaning up my apartment again. That, that actually love to do that. Yeah, we cleaned out the storage unit today, put stuff down there. Mm-hmm. Nice kitchen's all clean. Is it cleaner than my apartment? No, no, we got a lot of work to do. 
Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, my apartment's clean as fuck. Uh, I mean, I think it's just empty. Doesn't mean it's not clean. Fair enough. <laughs> Our apartment's not filthy. It's just cluttered. I hate clutter. Yeah, I know. I hate clutter more than dirt. Clutter, it's like, get that magazine out of there. It gets really going to read that? Maybe. Nope. Don't throw it away, Max. Don't throw anything away. Literally, and this this is true in every situation. Whenever the answer is maybe, it's really no. Think about it. <laughs> uh, your face is... <laughs> You look so proud of yourself. <laughs> Give me a situation where that's not the case. Uh, are you going to eat that? No. <laughs> what, what was that? <laughs> that was the truth. Okay, but there are times where it's like, maybe, and it turns out to be right. And I know with you, that is absolutely right. What if it's bad? If you've already eaten half of it. Are you going to finish that? No. Your face looked panicked for a second. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know. It depends on what it is. It's not. It Maybe it's yes. But that means that it's not yes. Because whenever it's maybe, the answer is no. You should have a really crappy advice column for people where it's like, this makes no sense. Ask Max. <laughs> if, you, you gotta, if you take pregnant pauses, though, you sound wise. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so is the uh, is the show back now? Well, I feel a little bit. Does Will have a mic this week? Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Sure. Yes. Will has a mic. Calling him a bitch last week. <laughs> 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 bitch Will. <laughs> Don't call him. That's bitch not Will. cool. That's <laughs> <laughs> well played. <laughs> Um, wait, Will, are you gone now? No, I'm, no, he's I'm still oh, there. I'm right here. You're right here. Uh, yeah, well, we were thinking maybe it'd be a little bit better if we brought back the show. Are we bringing back the show? So now you want to. Well, now I'm like, I feel less ambivalent. What What changed? Well, because this week you've been freaking out that you haven't been doing anything. Well, yeah, that's what changed. So you want to do stand-up again, kind it's, of. Yeah, it's like, it's real fun to not do stand-up for, for a little bit. We talked about <laughs> in the car... <laughs> Uh, in the car, I was like, um, for for two weeks of not doing stand up, I felt such a sense of relief. I was so excited. It was just so nice. Has it just been two weeks? Something like that, maybe more. Well, I've been doing my shows have been tapering off and I've been turning them down, so I've been doing less. Okay. Um, <clears throat> or I'll just not go, you know. Um, but um, so like for, so for two weeks, it was so nice to just take a breath, and then it was like. Then that got really boring, and sometimes it's just nice to not breathe. Why are you trying to make it work again? It was stupid in the car. It was funny. Then you said... It's, it's like a zen moron. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was so funny. I wanted you to say it again. I don't think Will laughed. Will didn't laugh. Well, Will's busy with the knobs. <laughs> yeah, that's why, it doesn't, that's why comedy doesn't work when they're looking at knobs. For sure. Yeah, okay. It's like a check drop. <laughs> yeah, well played. You're right. You're right. Zen moron. Uh, yeah, that should be your column. <laughs> <laughs> Zen moron. That'd be fun. It would. It would basically be you or Bobby Buds. Well, I think it would be me because Bobby is not trying to sound like he's very wise, whereas I often am. Yeah, you're constantly trying to sound wise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bobby's like, I'm just an idiot. He yeah. embraces it. Yeah. Me, I'm like, no, I'm like a, I'm like a samurai. <laughs> oh, I believe in you. Like a homophobic samurai. Well, who isn't? Most. 
Samurai? Well, m- homophobic samurai. That's rare. Okay. Well, is it? I no, bet, I, bet, I bet almost all the samurai were like, get the fuck away from me. Yeah, I bet samurais did not like the queers. Yeah. There was a big problem. That's what ruined them. Their homophobia? Well, people started to... it was like guns. Well, that... The guns were firing I think they were like, they were bullets. so good at, at sword... Sorting? Sword skill. And then people just like... Then just like random, random dudes. Like, just, you know, the Yakuza came and they had guns. And they were just like guys they found in the arcade. But they gave them guns, and they would just shoot the samurais and be like, my gun's terrible, or my sword is terrible. I know, I know what you meant. When you did the hand gesture, it was a sword, not a gun. Yeah. yeah. It's, for, it's for the listeners. I hear Pradeep you. and Sharud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do visual jokes. <laughs> I did an elaborate hand gesture. It was really good. <laughs> Yo, do we figure out if anyone's listening to this, Will? You said you talked to the person who, uh, the woman who run, who puts it up. I was planning on doing that. But you know. <laughs> <laughs> when, when we post this one. Okay. Damn. So we'll see if anyone's listening. Maybe. Who cares? Exactly. I mean, we should get it on the network. So you, you still want to go over to Jester? Yeah. All right. Yeah, I think that that's a good idea to get it on to Android. And oh, because right now apps. it's just on iTunes. Exactly. Yeah. So mm. if, if we can talk to them and say, mm. prioritize these other platforms. You want to talk to Jester or you want to talk to these people? Because <coughs> Jester. Jester is going to upload it to one place and that'll just disseminate to everywhere. What, then will it be on iTunes twice? That's the thing. We don't. I don't know how that works. Yeah, I mean, if Lumpen's uploading it too. This, we don't have to talk about this right now. It's very interesting. Yeah. Not very. So you want to do the show again now? Because I haven't missed stand-up at all. Really? I mean, I it's been like a very big relief not to think about it. Like, I think about it, but like, I don't have to worry about going up. But you were just talking to me about your album. Yeah, I want. I still think in my head, like, I want to work on it again, but not having to go up. It, <laughs> I love the things that get laughs out of Will, because it's always <laughs> like, that one? Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, go ahead. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something. I, I, I have something to say. Say it, Will. Well, it was funny that you say I'm going to quit comedy, but you were just talking about releasing an album. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I get it. The opposite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I understand why it was. <laughs> like, I get it. <laughs> Carry on. It's just like it's way more funny when people talk about like homophobia and their feelings and, and swords and samurai positive towards it. I gotcha. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but you're like, but it's nice to not do stand up. Yeah, it's a relief. Yeah. Not to worry about it. Not to like, oh, I don't have to write. Like, I don't have to because writing was more of a thing I had to do. Yeah. It wasn't. Oh, I get to write today. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, I don't have to do that. I can do whatever the fuck I want. Yeah, my issue is like, what's nice, it's nice to see all the people in stand-up. And it's nice to like have all the, have all the fun and do, do things. And it's like, you really, you really get to fuck a lot more doing stand-up. Do you? Yeah. Were you fucking a lot? No. I thought you I said mean, you weren't fucking at all. No, I was. But, and certainly the, like, I mean, most you were, of the, you were most a father, fucking, but that's about it. Most of the fucking I did over the past few years has been from stand-up. Okay. Like, 90%. But that would be probably from whatever you filled with that time with. 
I don't know. Um, regardless, the issue is, it's hard to, it's hard to, like, for me to once in a while, every maximum month, write one okay minute of material. I need to work on it every day with the thought that, like, oh, I'm going to totally devote my life to this. In order to get only the... W- w- in order to only get just a little bit of okay stuff, a ton of garbage, right? Pretty much. Um, I mean, I don't have to work that way, but that's usually how it works. But if my intent is just to maintain Dan Drees as an acquaintance, <laughs> well, I'm not going to come up with anything. So I'm going to have a whole bunch of bullshit. And you know, do you know what I mean? What, I, it, what do it, you it, mean? My my. In order for me to do stand-up in a way that isn't totally embarrassing, I need to totally devote myself to it. So does that mean you want to go back to that? I don't know. <laughs> that doesn't sound like you're committed. I'm like, maybe I gotta. That seems like a really stupid reason to do stand-up. I gotta do this to have friends. To have, like, a life. That's you, that, didn't, that didn't sound better. Mm. You don't need to do anything to have a life. Yeah, you do. You need to you need to t- interact with people. That's about it. How do you interact with people? Go to the bar. I mean, go to a, the bar. That's a sad way to do it. You're an alcoholic. You should definitely not do that. And it doesn't matter because you're already falling. You can't off just the wagon. go to a bar. That's exactly what you do with them. What do you be like? Hello, patrons. Yeah. Speak to me. Well, be cooler than that. <sighs> I mean, you probably don't know how. <laughs> Do you, you? No, but you sit there long Who enough. Who does? Pe- people on Cheers. You sit there long enough. <laughs> yeah. And then you just have a fun group. Well, I didn't say fun. Like, oh, man, that guy's been sitting for a while. You have a group. It doesn't make it fun. You have people. That's how it works. But the stand-up people are fun. Or go get married and have kids. That's bullshit. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> I think I'm right here. I Doing... Doing stand-up because you want people in your life is It's not the worst reason to do stand-up But it's not the right reason to do stand-up That doesn't mean I like doing this That means I like having friends And this is the way I get I get to make it work When you phrase it like that, it sounds crazy But I think the reality is Everyone's doing it because they want people in their lives Some of them It's like we've been talking about this I've been bringing this up to everybody um, This like thought experiment we have It's like, would you do stand-up the one that we talked about in the podcast? In a, we talk, like in a simulator? In a simulator. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you do stand-up, thousand people, you crush. Then once it's done, it's done and it's gone. Every single person I brought this up to has said they didn't want to do it, except Drago. Drago's like, yeah, I do that all the time. I practice. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, to him, that's the batting cages. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I think the reality is most people are doing stand-up because it's like, oh, I get to sort of connect with people you think that's why yeah i think whether it's the audience or whether it's what people say about when you're not there or whether it's the other people that are doing stand-up or whatever it is it's just about facilitating your participation in life okay what if if we're gonna play with this example say you go to like a laser instead of like a laser tag center it's a stand-up simulator center Mm -hmm. and so you can hang out with other stand-ups like in the lobby but you go into the room alone and as soon as you're out of the room no one's gonna know what happened I mean, you're basically describing an open mic. But no one sees you do it. No one sees you go up. You go up in, in the simulator, and then you go back out to the bar. This is too abstract. Room. Why? 
Because it's like, because you wouldn't have the connection to the people then. Why? You're all going there. You're all hanging out. This is all thing you're into. Because part of the interaction is performing in front of people. But in front of the people you want to be friends with. So sometimes yes, sometimes no. You think, but you've, you've said yourself that like you don't really care about being on stage. Like you don't have that much fun. Yeah, but I do enjoy when people know what I did. Do you mean other comics or just the audience? Both in different ways. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Like I've gone up at Chuba's, an open mic, and I've done really well. And then everyone's like either feels weird around me or uh, is complimentary or whatever. But I know that everyone in the room thought that I did the best that night Mm -hmm. and thought that I was really great. And I enjoyed that. Okay. And then that facilitated my uh, interaction with other people and my feeling about myself for a period of time. <laughs> okay, but we've talked about that's not a healthy reason to do stand-up, right? Because that's basically saying I like feeling good about myself because I did well on this thing. And maybe that is a good enough reason. It just feels like you were, talking, you were telling me on the way down here how insane stand-ups are, how insane Gary Shandling was. Yeah. And... You want to go back into that. I'm not saying you're wrong to want to go back into that. I'm still tempted to go back, and I want to go back just to at least finish up, like, the hour I have in my head. But I understand, like, that may not be a a wise way to live life. So I I had dinner with Gasper last week, under, and at that point, I was very much like, I don't do stand-up anymore. I'm done. And we were just talking about all these people we knew, and we were talking about stand-up, and I was like man it's nice to just talk about this it's nice to like have we talk about it all the time i know but it's like but it was but with gasper gasper's like he's like he gasper's like on the ground you know <laughs> who's sure who's gasper he's a comedian gasper, he's a yeah he's a he's a comedian he's newer he fucks a lot of Does course he? he's a comedian what's his name john, john gasper. gasper okay thanks Fuck off, Will. No, I thought that was great. Hey, Will, do me a favor. Go fuck yourself. Will, don't listen to Max. <laughs> don't listen to Max. That was wonderful. Thanks. That probably was good, but can I tell you one thing? Suck a dick. <laughs> so are you going to keep playing that game? What game did you buy? Endless Space 2. Is it fun? It's kind of fun. <laughs> that's the, that's how I would describe most video games. Well, so Endless Space 2 is like a civilization game where it's like, but it's only in space. So it's like you, you navigate around the universe and you zoom in. You can go into the planets and see what their ecosystems are like. But you sure. never really see any of the people. So most of most of what you're looking at is just like constellations of stars. And then they have all these numbers attached to them. And you're like, whoa, I'm doing really good because I got a nine. Wow. (laughs) Hey, nine's pretty good. Nine is good. That is nine population. Damn. Yeah. That's what that's what you're doing. It's like, wow, I'm just getting really excited about the idea of nine. Yeah, that there is like (laughs) I've really built up this planet. You can tell because the number is higher than eight. Yeah, but you could say that about virtually any video game. Of like it's all when you break it down, it's just I'm excited to do what? You can, but the fact it's 
it's the, the degree to which it is unreal is substantiated w- through the the levels of representation it's filtered through. Do you know what I mean? You sound like you needed a lot of extra syllables you didn't need in there. <laughs> I don't know how to phrase it properly. It's like it's like when I'm playing like Final Fantasy VII and I get a new sword. Sure. And I see the guy holding that sword. Sure. It's exciting. Yeah. But it would. How much less exciting would it be if instead of me seeing the sword, it just said new better sword? sword. <laughs> sure. This sword is better than the last sword. It's also larger. <laughs> like, what what this game makes me realize is still more exciting, mm-hmm. but less. Sure. And the more <laughs> the more degrees of which you just tell someone that something is more, showing the them. more you are aware of the fact that it's like. This is bullshit, and I'm going to die. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. And when it's just a series of numbers surrounding dots, it's like, wow, this empire really is elaborate, but also it's just made up of digits. <laughs> well, okay, you should probably throw it away. I, I, I started a new game, and parts of it are really cool. Like, the different races you can play as are really interesting. So, like, white? Like no, like one of the races, <laughs> one of the races is uh, it's just called Horatio, and it's this guy named Horatio who thinks he's the best guy in the world, and he just clones himself. That's it. That's, yeah, and he's not... just like, well, he was like a mutant human. You probably tighten that. Fuck off, Joe. You make a good point. <laughs> uh, and Horatio's just really smart, and he's got this big head. Mm-hmm. But he's like, Horatio is the most beautiful guy in the world. I'm just going to clone Horatio. And he just populates the galaxy with himself. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Very cool. There's <laughs> <laughs> that pregnant pause. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty tight. You listened to that uh, Sam Harris-Ezra Klein thing? I loved it. Josh was, was uh, messaging me about that. I bet he was so... He's like... Ezra I, Klein won. He's like, I want to talk to you about this. I don't think Ezra Klein won. <laughs> I think he definitely... I mean, he definitely seemed like he won. Why? Because he kept his cool. Do you listen to this, Will? No, I don't know what you're talking about. Do you know who Sam Harris is? No. Basically... Okay. Oh, yeah. We were going to have... We were going <laughs> to rekindle this argument. Yeah. But basically... Um, I don't think either really won. I think they both thought what they thought going into it. I mean, Sam Harris seemed... I went into the... Mm-hmm. I'm a fan of both of them. And I was open to both of their interpretations of the thing. And then listening to it, I was like, Sam Harris seems like a... He doesn't seem like he's racist, but he seems like he's not willing to admit his solipsism and his uh, investment in that. Oh, I don't think... I think Sam Harris definitely has flaws, and among them are his inability to acknowledge his shortcomings. Yeah. But I don't think his logic was flawed. I mean, I think some of the points that Ezra Klein was bringing up... Like what? Like, okay, we should probably just rekindle the whole argument. Okay. There is... Sam Harris brought on his podcast this guy named Charles Murray. Who wrote a book, The Bell Curve. Yeah, he wrote this book, The Bell Curve, and there's one chapter in it where he he is stating that uh, it's very likely that amongst different races, there's different potentials for IQ. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> And that specifically... Well, he was citing data that was gathered. Yeah. yeah. But he's saying that black people may, on average, have a lower IQ mm-hmm. than white people. Yeah. And he's... Uh, 
and he got a ton of criticism for that. He's been banned from college campuses, and Sam Harris is saying that uh, I read this book. It's not. It's just an analysis of data, um, and that I think that the the panic surrounding uh, this is anti-intellectual, right? Pretty much. And and he's and and Sam Harris goes out of his way to go like I assume that there was so much hate directed towards this guy he says where there's smoke there must be yeah, fire he, he assumed it was accurate he assumed that, but yeah. then when he read the book he's like this is the most unfair like condemnation of a person in his, that he's aware of in his mm-hmm. lifetime and then and then some of the examples that Ezra Klein was given of Charles Murray's logic are like no this guy's an insane racist what are you doing Sam Harris like that thing where he, where uh Ezra Klein brought, brought up that like Charles Murray argued, and this is so crazy that it doesn't seem real, but it's just point by point. He argued that um, Europe, people of European descent are better because in, uh, because in encyclopedias, more contributions to science have been occurred in Europe than anywhere else. Did he say better? I don't I, – I forget the link, but it's like – People aren't wrong for calling Charles Murray. Sure, the best parts, the best points I think Klein made were that uh, they didn't contextualize Murray's background as being a, a policy advocate, and that his pol- the policies he advocated were reflective of you know the data that he was putting forth, and so not saying that this guy is clearly trying to make policy out of this data, which should at least put an asterisk next to it saying like there might be other motivations here and also not contextualizing the discussion around the history of slavery etc that would have been beneficial but saying that data itself is faulty because it comes from a guy who has dubious potentially dubious motivations i i don't think that's fair but he was saying he also his other kinds of other point was that the data was ignoring historical context he was saying that uh inequality how did he he phrase it really like eloquently? Oh, there's yeah, but there's inequality isn't um, the cause for social stratification. Social stratification is the cause for inequality, and he was saying that these people that Charles Murray consistently conflates that. Yeah, but that's a theory. We don't know that. We don't know that. I'm not saying that his data is true and that white people are are intellectually superior. But it is a theoretical possibility. Yeah, I just think that. But I again gr- agree with Ezra Klein, where it's like you you can't say that without leaning on the caveat of well, in, in America, uh, the people have only been equal for fifty years, like a generation and a half. Oh, absolutely, and environment absolutely affects IQ. There's been more than enough studies to demonstrate that. And why is and that's a, they, why is Sam Harris having a podcast where he talks about the data that ignores those facts exclusively as opposed to occasionally having a podcast where he talks about um the historical disadvantages I mean, black, black people were slaves. They're brought over as slaves mm-hmm. for the majority of time even even after slavery was abolished, which was still a huge amount of time that they were slaves, for the majority of the time they've been they've been in America. That ma- America has existed 
let alone the time that they've been here, black people have been like in terms of policy, in terms of reality, they've been made to be lesser than white people. Mm-hmm. Only for the past 50 years have they even had the potential of having a shot, and yet we're going to say that their IQs are potent- are lower? That's absurd. What is the test they're using? Okay, I don't understand why w- the historical context can invalidate the second part. Because I think that if, if someone has a better... Ed- like, what is an IQ of test? Of course, environment... The- Everyone agrees environment can affect IQ, but basically what they were arguing is that so do genes. Yeah, see, and that it's a mixture of them, but we don't really know exactly where that line is drawn. I don't know. I just think it, if you're even going to bring that up, you can't ignore history because the history is so well. It depends on if you believe Harris or not when he says he was not interested in the subject. He was interested in exonerating Murray from being called, you know. Uh, a, a racist. I don't think Murray is deserving of exoneration. Okay. I don't know. Or it, it's not that... It's not that I necessarily think Murray is a racist, but I think that the degree of insensitivity to focus so purely on the uh, empirical data as opposed to just the, the clear historical bias, to not even bring that up, Oh, I agree. It would have made the conversation better to contextualize it. No question whatsoever. My point is why the only reason for Harris to have other episodes of his show to try to contextualize that that issue would be to say that he wasn't really interested in exonerating Murray. He was actually interested in race and IQ, which, according to him, he's not at all interested in. I don't fucking care anymore. Well, like one of <laughs> like one of Klein's criticism, like you've only had two black guests on your show. Yeah. And... I mean, I understand where Klein's coming from, but I also think, like, well, who cares? It's That's because he doesn't want... But part of the reason he brought that up is because he's like, Sam Harris won't... Sam Harris says that he won't... Uh, he says that people's judgment is clouded by identity politics. Yeah, but I don't know to what end exactly he's talking about or what you're referring to. Well, I don't think Sam Harris is super clear about that either. I think that he just feels that it's not worth talking to anyone who will just dwell on the social stratification of like different groups. I kind of agree with that. I, I mean, don't know. I mean, we were having a, a, a debate on the drive home last time about, uh, you were talking about the, the chef's table doing pastry chefs. Oh yeah. And then I was talking about Seinfeld and how we should bring left. it up where the, the chef's table, the newest season of, Chef's Table is um, fuck off, Joe. Uh, the newest season of Chef's Table. You're welcome. Is uh, <laughs> it's it's about chefs. pastry chefs. There's gonna be four episodes. Only one of them is about a girl in an industry that is dominated by women. By women. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's getting a lot of flack for that. Yeah, he's getting a ton of flack for it because he's like. Because he gets flack for not having enough women on the the regular chefs but table. But most is about chefs, chefs are predominantly Most chefs male. are men, yeah. male. So I'm fine with that. Sure. But with pastry chefs, it's like I'm not like offended, but I serious, I totally see where everyone's coming from. Yeah. So do I. What was the debate? I don't even remember. Well, we ended up getting really into it with Seinfeld, whereas like his he was getting flack for his comedians and cars getting coffee was almost all dudes. Yeah. And people are like you should have women on. He's like, I don't care if they're women oh, or not. I, I just want funny people. I want people comics I like. Yeah. And it's his show, so why should that be a problem? 
And my argument was because his show is viewed by so many people that he has the potential to to help this cause. And by not helping it, he's complicit in continuing. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I agree with that. Like, yeah. I understand that argument, but him getting criticism is like some form of is a minor form of punishment. And you can't get punished unless you're saying, well, someone's being denied something that they otherwise should have. And so who should have time on issue? I don't know. I think that that's manipulative. Why is language. that manipulative? Because you just you just said these things as if they're true, and I don't know that they're true. Like I don't know if I agree with what you just said. Like him, like him, him getting criticism is a form of punishment. Is it? Is criticism punishment? Well, there's a line there. Like there's a criticism is what not happened to Seinfeld? Okay, criticism is fine, but being he's co- doing okay. Being called a misogynist, like that's that's a punishment. Yeah, I think that's a, a live-withable punishment. I think that that punishment is not commensurate to the lack of representation, even relative to the to 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 the uh, what, how how do you how do you say it? The demographics. Say that again. I feel like him that that level of punishment is not anywhere near commensurate to the lack of representation of the demographics of his show had on people that view women in comedy. Okay. So it wasn't significant. Yeah. I'm not saying he got punished. He's fucking fine. I'm not saying he's under duress or that it wasn't that it was a big deal. He got a minor little thing. Yeah. But were that to happen. Okay. But were that to happen today, it would probably be a much bigger deal. Cause this happened like four years ago. Okay. And so if that happened today, people are like, we're not going to – maybe people try to get a show canceled. Something's some, – I mean, today is weird. Like, have, you, have you looked at any lineups recently? <laughs> no, I've tried not to pay attention. It's like almost entirely 50% women. And what do you think of that, Max? Well, the, the scene is like 5% women. I, I know. <laughs> it's like, of course, like – But you think this is going to work in the long run? That it'll get more pe- women to do stand-up, and it'll end up being around 50-50. In I don't know that. I, I, I doubt that. I think it'll improve. Here's what I, I think, think would— 50-50. I think it would be great if it—I think that it should—I think if it were 50-50, it would be better. Maybe. I think a lot of our concerns, a lot of the concerns that are said out loud, and a lot of the <laughs> concerns that almost every dude has mm-hmm. but can only say privately yeah. would be— Eliminated. For the most part, sure. I think if it were 50-50, at least in terms of gender, then it would be there would still far it would it would the 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 bookings of shows, the 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 gettings of big things would be far closer to a meritocracy, which is what I think everyone at their their basis level thinks it should be. I well, I disagree with you that it'll be a meritocracy because it, it never is, and it'll be well. Uh, it would be closer. Sure. Significantly. Probably. But then there will be, well, be less. We, we need to have someone who's not straight on the show. We need to have someone who's not white on the show. And I'm not against those things at all, but there's an there's a ton of different dividing lines. And so you're saying we need to – do you understand what I'm saying? I understand what you're saying, but I think that the, that – I don't know. Somehow that's less of an issue to me because, like, women aren't a minority. Of course not. They're fifty. They're roughly fifty percent of the population. I I totally get that they're not the same thing. But say five percent of the stand-up scene was black, mm-hmm. which it's probably more like ten, but it's not a lot. 
At least not in the upper side. At least not in the north what side of Chicago. What percentage of America is black? It's something like 13, maybe 20. Okay. Something like that. Well, the, those numbers are... Commensurate with the population. Yeah. Okay. So that's... All right, that's fair. So to me, and I think to you, that is a lot more resembling of a meritocracy. That's fair. I think people would still complain like Person X is getting booked because they're friends with the booker, which happens all the time. I'm saying I'm not saying it would become a meritocracy. <laughs> I'm saying it would become a lot closer to one. Arguably. I'm saying that 5% of the scene is women, 50% of the shows are women. Mm-hmm. That's not that's so far off. Sure. Whereas if the if the the population reflected the number of comics participating, that issue would be eliminated. Okay. You know I'm. Right. Yeah, but I don't think we'll ever get there because I don't. Th- I mean, I don't think there will be. I mean, maybe in a hundred years. Maybe the old, the be- the best thing you ever you said to me about this was because I said men are far more competitive than women and men take stand up real fucking competitively. Mm-hmm. But you said, well, maybe women do it for different reasons. I'm like, oh, okay, that's totally fair. Yeah. That maybe is hard to think. Like, how would someone who's not looking at this competitively at all, like, what are they getting out of this? And it's probably something we can't probably fucking imagine. Also, I remember I talked to my friend Shira about this, and she's like, I don't compete with men. I just compete with women. Like, I, I didn't pr- prompt her on this, but she's like, I don't feel competitive with men because it's like we're not doing the same thing. Even stand-up? Yeah, she said she was talking about stand-up. She's like, I, like... What do you mean we're not doing... What, what does she mean we're not doing the same thing? <clears throat> I think part of it is... I think at the most base level, what she was talking about is spots like women compete for different spots than men okay but i meant competitive not necessarily in terms of booking but in terms of performance well i think the that's why i say base level because i think that that's what she was saying at her most blunt but i think the implication of that is that female standard is almost a different category like the the way um the way women be because it is like grounded in like a feminine energy it's it's like a different form like there there's no men that tell that deliver punchlines like Amy Schumer but okay. there's tons of women who do sure you, do you know what i mean the same thing is true of like Patrice O'Neill or like Bill Burr it's like it's like the, the it's so it's so central to who you are, like you're, like whether you're a dude or a woman, mm-hmm. um, that it's like it's almost like a different form. It's like in this game, Endless Space Two. I was reading about the <laughs> I was reading about the different races, and uh, people are saying like the races are so different that it's basically a different game. Well, it's like it's not, but when I started over as a new race, I was like, this does feel totally fucking different you have to play it totally differently yeah like the robot race mm-hmm. they don't just develop population uh-oh you gotta build robots holy shit yeah nice they can also create time singularities that sounds really nerdy it's because they're from a different universe don't worry about it you're not as cool as i am but you see what i'm saying <laughs> well when you set the bar that low <laughs> you really kind of hurt my feelings max <laughs> Drinking out of a small plastic cup. It's like an Italian man. Is that what Italian men do? Small cups. They drink their beer out of small cups? I'm like Fellini. 
<laughs> yeah, no one knows what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> I've been watching a lot of movies. Have you? Have you been watching Fellini films? No. Are you going to? Yeah. I still have to see Eight and a Half again. Or is it? I started watching it, but I was too sleepy and I turned it off. Then I, I watched it and I was like, nah, it's been years. Dude, and... it's pretty as fuck. Sure. It's really cool looking. I like how they're really near everybody. So you've been going through all the Criterions? I mean, there's so many. Yeah, there's a ton. You know who I really like is... Have you gone to Armageddon yet? No. <laughs> <laughs> is that a Criterion? Yeah. <laughs> criterion is weird. I know. We were really... It blew our mind in college that uh, Michael Bay has more films in Criterion than um, Stanley Kubrick. <laughs> <laughs> Which is ridiculous. It's It's really kind of like... Or I was looking at, like, Jim Jarmusch movies, and, like, yeah. I like Jim Jarmusch, but, like, his first few, his first, like, I don't know, like, two-fifths of the movies he've made are Criterion, and then after that, none of them are. And I've seen a lot of them, mm-hmm. and they're all, like, certain ones are better than others, but I like a lot of them, and I like some of the new ones, and it's, like, this is just random. Like, you just decided at a certain point you don't like Jim Jarmusch, and you're not going to put his movies in. Yeah, I don't know what the process is to get them into Criterion. Do you know what I mean? Or, like, they don't have animated movies, really, unless they're really weird. Like, I, how what? the fuck do you not have Spirited Away? Come on. That's fucking tight. Was Spirited Away Disney? No. Ghibli. Who Ghibli. Ghibli? Ghibli? What, what is that? Studio Ghibli. Yeah. Or Ghibli. <laughs> Sounds great. Miyazaki. I love it. Yeah, Miyazaki movies. Okay. Those movies are great. All right, fine. Fuck Spirited you. Away is fucking... Fuck you. Don't say fuck you when I'm being smart. Well, I get to say fuck you all the time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that sounded like a Zen Moron thing. <laughs> Zen Moron. Like I can see that. Dude, I love. I can Zen see that Moron. at like an Instagram. Don't say fuck you when I'm being smart. <laughs> I think Zen Moron is brilliant. <laughs> I think you really hit gold there. I think that's really great for your character. <laughs> yeah, I love it. <laughs> it's the best. Uh, but yeah, Criterion just fucked up. You know who I really like is Ozu. Who's that? He's a Japanese. Do you know Tokyo Story? Nope. It's great. I haven't seen nearly as many Criterions as I need to. Like, I started several years ago, probably before stand-up, like, I'm going to start going through a bunch of good movies, and it lasted for, like, six months. You know, I had the idea, um, we could probably have a podcast where we watch a Criterion movie and we talk about it. Can we, like, pause this podcast, go do that podcast, and come back and talk about it? <laughs> I think it would be good because I'm kind of dumb, <laughs> but I get excited. <laughs> okay, but in four weeks when you're totally over this phase, what happens to that podcast? It's done. <laughs> <laughs> but we, it's potentially good, We right? could do a podcast where we watch, where we do, like, a live where we like not live, but like we watch the movie and we talk about it. Unless that would just fuck up watching it, which it would. The listeners watch with you. Yeah, you could say we have to watch. We're with gonna you. watch this movie yeah. right now. Okay, start it now. It's like it's like a Dark Side of the Moon with uh, Wizard of Oz type thing, except it's us. I don't know your references. You don't know that people do that. Enough You're of you. You're so young. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking like um, the where the robots and they're in outer space. Star Wars. Mystery. Mystery Science Theater yeah. 3000. Yeah. MST3K. <laughs> they still do that. But I'm it's just offended something by else how now. lame you are. <laughs> 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 now? <laughs> We've been friends for years, Max. Has it been years? When did I do Kick Punch? Like two and a half years ago? Three years ago? God. I did it. Tw- first year. 2015. That was, a... that was almost three years. It's three years ago this May. <sighs> 
since you started respecting me. I do remember, yeah, talking to you that we went to that barcade, yeah, Logan, and I was like, Logan. "What? The, what, uh, what? You did good." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you know the origin of Joe and I's friendship? No, but did you just you started stand up three years ago? No. Uh, no, it's four been, years. Oh, okay. Three and a half. Okay. Um. That's not a very long time. <clears throat> what's your implication? Uh, Speak your thoughts. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I guess. You thought it was more? Compliment me. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> Fuck. Um, yeah, but I used to, I was an intern on this show at a comic book store. It was a pretty good show. Yeah, especially those last several months. It was <coughs> really good. Yeah. Uh, but Joe did the show, and I had only seen Joe at open mics, and I just assumed, I mean, Joe sucked at open mics. Like, he seemed crazy. Um, I just thought Joe was this okay. like you see you see a lot of not so guys describe what you, and I thought Joe was the most like I don't know retarded. Is that uh, what you actually thought? <laughs> what did you actually no, think of me? No, I didn't think that. What I thought you of just, you, you just didn't think of me. I just thought you were really dark and bad. Okay, like I remember at that one. Um, remember that stadium park. Lincoln yeah, Hall the Stadium. One, yeah, I remember that one so, time. So like, it yeah. was this. It was this mic that I did my first few weeks, and Joe would like show up to sign up, and he would just sit there brooding by himself, and he was thin at the time, and I was like, who the fuck is this guy? Uh, and then I remember one time, and there was like this crowd. There was like a crowd, and it was like eight people at one table, and. Joe was describing an episode of The Simpsons. And they like, and, they'd never seen The Simpsons. And they'd, they'd, no, they'd never seen that episode of The Simpsons. And he's like, and one of them's like, what do you mean? He's like, I don't really watch The Simpsons. He's like, what do you mean you don't watch The Simpsons? <laughs> Everyone, The Simpsons is great. You should watch it. I don't think I spoke like that. You <laughs> should do it. That's... Ah! All right, that's pretty accurate. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, this is the worst crowd work. And I was really new. Sure. And then I remember you doing this one bit about um, at Power Hour about how uh, you wish all your ex-girlfriends would die so you could, like, see them in the afterlife and watch all their heads on, like, a mantle. And I was like, this I've, guy's a fucking creep. I vaguely remember that. Yeah. This is uh, all on stage? I don't Yes. Oh, this is all – everything I'm describing is on stage. And that was all I saw of Joe. And he has long hair and he wears dumb jeans. I wear good and then, jeans. So then we book him on my show – when I'm new and I'm in my and the guy who ran it, um, I'm like, why are you booking Joe? That guy sucks. And then Joe like crushed, crushed. <laughs> like he made everyone else look like shit. He did so well, and I it was just like a real jaw drop moment. I was like, what the fuck? How, how am I so confused here? <laughs> how is I so incorrect? And I feel like Joe has been producing this sense in people for every time he does well. Every time you see him on a show, it's like it's like wait, like now now and ever since then I've been like a proponent of Joe. I've been like Joe's the most underrated comic in the city, and I get why. <laughs> but, <laughs> but he is. But I and and now and and as that happened, I I way past Joe and Clout. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. So I'll talk to these people because I'm like more a part of the scene, although not as much, whatever. But I'm more than Joe is, and people will say like, yeah, I saw Joe last month, and I feel like he's really starting to figure it out because he like crushed and it was weird, and I was like. He's been doing that for three years. That's how his sets was going for three years, and and everyone watches him and, ha- and says that they don't. Say, it's not like when they see like like Joe McMahon and they're like, oh yeah, Joe McMahon crushed again. Yeah, exactly. with you, it's always like, oh yeah, this is weird. 
Yeah. He's like, is he? He's like really good. <laughs> it's, the, it's been a very bizarre part of my life. <laughs> it's just being like, yeah. Have you not watched? That hasn't worked, Max. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I kind of thought that me just continuing to yell would, like would that me, would help me out. <laughs> it kind of has. It hasn't hurt. No, kind of. I'm doing Lodge, but I don't think that's on you. No, it's probably, you know, like Terrence or something. Yeah. Whatever. I don't know why that story came up. I don't remember either. Speak. The, the origin story. Yeah, oh, but yeah, why were origins. we talking? But why were we talking about that? It was like how I became friends with you. Oh yeah, because the anniversary of our friendship is coming up. Oh yeah, we got to go to Alinea. <laughs> we should tell them it's our anniversary. Well, now I feel weird about Alinea that my dad offered to take me. Oh yeah, now you don't want to go with me. It's not that I don't want to go with you. I'd prefer to go with you to my dad, but I don't want to pay. I hear you. Although I could pay, and I'd be just fine. Yeah, I know. I have so much money. <laughs> yeah, so start paying for my meals. No. Oh, yeah, you don't have that much money. No. Okay. I mean, I could. Yeah, I know. So do it. You could pay for mine. Yeah, but I'm not going to do that. See, so you, you get it. <laughs> yeah, I don't get why you don't do it for me. You sound like me. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was trying to do. <laughs> Are you paying for tonight? For me? Oh, man. God, this is such an impasse. <laughs> <laughs> Where are we at for time, Will? 51 minutes. Or 51 or no, minutes. 49 minutes. Oh, yeah, that's why he hasn't lit us yet. Got it. Mm, this is just like me at an alpha mic. It's like, I've done three. <laughs> this is a very... I uh, can feel three. This is a very serious episode. Was it? No. Well, we talked mostly about stand-up and then that Ezra Klein-Sam Harris thing. I feel like we had some killer riffs in there. Did we? Yeah. I think I could use some coffee. <laughs> I don't think those made the riffs better. You don't, th- you don't think last week was good? I think that just, listen back to it. You just sound frantic. Oh, that sounds better. I mean, it was interesting. <laughs> it was like, God, is he talking? <laughs> wow. He's not even thinking. Was that true? It's like you on coffee is like what I imagine me is like on PCP. <laughs> well, well like, I just want to wrestle the ground. How, how accurate is he being right now? Very accurate. <laughs> if you listen to the first uh, ten minutes, you're just—it's like you're on coke. Yeah, it, no, yeah, coke is it, pretty. Accurate. Honestly, it is accurate. It's okay. like. So you trying to tell me I should start drinking coffee more often? No, or, I'm starting saying you should start doing blow with yeah you. cocaine. <laughs> it's really fun. Yeah, that's what you keep saying. The problem is, whenever you do drugs with people that, like, haven't done them, like, I remember one time Terrence and I got Noah Rockland high on weed for the first time, uh-huh. and it was like, it's like, dude, cool off. Was he just, like, <laughs> freaking out about how great it was? No, it wasn't, it wasn't even that. He was just, like, he couldn't, he couldn't, like, contain the fact that he was altered. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Like, his, he, he talked, like, this at every word was just <laughs> strange to hear. I and mean, you were taking like, so much time between each word. I thought you were, like, uh, you know, telling me wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that's really what he was talking like. Sure. And he was saying nothing. And it was, and, like, Terrence and I, like, smoke enough weed where we were, like, we Whatever. just have a regular conversation. Sure. Um, so it was just kind of like, God, if you... You know, if you, I if you don't want to do it, just don't do it. We're not going to, because weed's one of those things where it's like, it's so nothing that it's like, just try it. It's going to make a hot pocket cool. 
Zen moron. <laughs> God, I love Zen moron. Is that uh, your original? Yeah. We, uh, on the way over here. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. nice. It's Be- really good, right? Oh, yeah. Where, he's, where we said breathing, uh, you can't breathe all the time. <laughs> 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 and I was, I was trying to sound like profound. Yeah. <laughs> That's just moron. <laughs> it was. Yeah, I love Zen Moron. So is the show back then? May something? I mean, <laughs> are we doing the show, Will? Yes. I talked to uh, Logan about it before the show. Are they, Are you guys running it then? And we're just hosting it? Yes. So you're going to promo. I'm going to try. So it's going to be worse. Are we back on Mondays? I don't know, dude. It, back you say on that Mondays. like we were doing a good job. We weren't. We weren't. <laughs> back on Mondays, free. What time? Uh, 8 o'clock or whatever. And you're telling people. I just told <laughs> Logan. So you got to tell more than him. I know, but I wanted to make sure that you guys were wanted on. to make sure that you were still doing comedy before I really went in hard. We'll do this, kind of. Isn't it funny? I, I was, I was kind of right. What? That he would come around. Oh, Ma- Max was quitting comedy. Can I tell you quitting honestly? The comedy honestly, how I feel right now is like I'm, like, I'm like this like really great samurai, <laughs> and <laughs> and I kind of like took a break just to pursue sake, and <laughs> and everyone's like, no. Start sword fighting again. And I was like, no, I love sake. And then you're like, no, do it. And I'm like, all right. I hate you so much. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) That's what it's like, though. And you're like my assistant. (laughs) (laughs) Or like, I'm Indiana Jones, and you're that little Asian boy. Short round. The me hating you is only escalating. <laughs> this is tight. I kind of want nothing more than to like do a show with you and bury you like right now. I don't know if I could right now, but that's what I want in this moment. <laughs> All right, little Asian boy. <laughs> You'll get there. <laughs> 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 what are we done are we it's your show <laughs> <laughs> I think I think we. I feel like as time progresses we like lose the chops for ending the show well because we're no longer like hey come to the show bye oh yeah you can't do that anymore yeah it's like there is no show time will end you should get out the of the show will end and now it has <laughs>